spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, 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 happy Friday. It is Friday. We've got four hours here. Gatos, he's Chad. There's Becky Lynn in the news center. Did you guys hear that? Four hours of our beautiful selves. Oh, it's so good. Coming at you in 3D multi-technicolor. This is the time of day where Becky Lynn cringes and says, I have four hours. She just gave me a dirty look. She's like, oh, jeez. Did they extend your hours? Like, no, feels like it. Uh, You know, actually, it's strange. We've talked a lot about uh, Arizona's new superintendent of public instruction. Uh, He won the election. Tom Horn uh, is going to be in that office again. Uh, And I've said, uh, kind of at nauseum, I'm not a fan. And I'm going to really keep an eye on this guy because, you know, if you look into his past, and it seems, by the way, he's only been in office for a week. Every day he's saying something stupid, and we'll tell you what he said today. But if you look into his past, um, as we've said, you know, he had a sex scandal going on in 2012. Uh, he's a guy that there was a detailed FBI account. What of, were they searching for? Uh, well, he was he was he was he was because an affair is not a reason to search. Well, for and where money is going yeah. when he was in charge of the office that he was in, and then you know there was an incident where he swapped cars and he put a he put on a disguise and uh, yeah, he, but that's mostly to hide from his wife so his girlfriend wouldn't get mad, or to hide from his girlfriend so his wife couldn't get mad. You know, he didn't stop after hitting the car, and the FBI was watching this and and all that kind of stuff. His best friend. Friends, a pedophile, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, David Stringer, who got bounced. All right, let's play you what Tom Horn <laughs> said bounced. today. He got bounced from uh, from from the legislature. From the legislator. Tried right. to run again, didn't he? He <laughs> The cojones on that, huh? Gosh. How about that? Hey, I know that I'm a pedophile, but you guys can put that out of your mind, right? Because I'm totally awesome at this gig. All right, Tom Horn, newly elected state official, says this. Let's hear it. Tom Horn wasting no time identifying his top priorities as superintendent, raising low test scores and more student discipline. We need a return to traditional discipline in our schools. Okay, if you don't know who that is, that's Tom Horn. He's a thousand. Okay. Hey, need to return to traditional dishing in our schools. All we need to do, guys, back in the day when I was a youngster, they'd take us outside after we'd finished bailing hay, and they'd give us a whack with the old stick there behind the barnyard. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, wise man Steve Sinsmeister, he did a little of a research. When Tom Horn was, like, in middle school, it was 1901. <laughs> Tom remembers the last time we didn't have a speaker of the house this long. <laughs> So uh, Tom Tom Horn, wise man, when he was in uh, like middle school, it was like 1903 or something something like that. What was traditional discipline in the days of Tom Horn? I think you'd get the paddle back then. Yeah, you get the like paddle. Sixty five years ago. Oh, jeez, that sounds like a lot of stuff. <laughs> Does that sound like uh, spanking is coming back to Arizona schools, guys? Sounds, come well, on, that, right? Yeah, that that's the first place I went. That or I yeah. don't know the dunce cap. Remember they used to oh, be, yeah. set in the corner. Remember like, that? I've got I got uh, I got the paddle. Did you get the paddle? Oh yeah, at, the, at Bethany Baptist oh. Junior High. Who Ooh. paddled you? Uh, they. The, because uh, uh, I'm not going to say our vice principal was a little light and low for saying he wasn't a very strong guy. All right, but uh, we the, he brought in the uh, he brought in the oh, the, uh, the janitor. He and got the janitor paddled? Yeah, the janitor. And he Wait, was, what? He, yeah. You got paddled by a janitor? Yeah. I want to know what for. Always pick. <laughs> <laughs> this was for, uh, 
Oh, God. What was this one? For? Oh, well, uh, several occasions. This was when I finally got kicked out of school. And it was uh, for all the uh, nudie magazines I had in, that I was oh, selling to okay. all the other kids. Mm-hmm. They didn't know. That this, you were an entrepreneur. I was entrepreneurial at the time. I was a youngster. You might not last this show. So <laughs> After some of the stuff you've already said. So, so uh, yeah, but I got the paddle. Yeah, the paddle wasn't around when I, I'm. You're only what three or four years older than me. Yeah, there was no paddle. There was no spanking in my school. Where did you go? Did you go to a Catholic school? No, no. Yeah, if you see, went to a Catholic school. You, you got, got give the, the ruler. The ruler. Same thing, yeah, right? I, you get. I didn't get racked on the knuckles. Yeah, I had. I had some friends who the nuns would whack them in the knuckles. Uh, but when I got in trouble at school, it was go. It was you were sent. It was it was almost like you know you were sent in timeout. You had to go. You had to stand in the hallway. We had a thing where you used to have to stand on the line. They had like these lines out there, and you have to stand on it. Oh, like that was brutal. like I'm like, what the heck is this? Yeah. All right. So we're talking about Tom Horn. Uh, his uh, first week in office. Let's see. Uh, what was the first thing that he did that we were making fun of, wise man? Oh, he had the hotline. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, snitch okay. line. So Tom Horn has a new snitch line. If you think something political is going on in your kid's uh, school, uh, you know, he will call, he will have the snitch line for you. Uh, yesterday, he hired a guy to be like the head of character in all of Arizona schools. And if you go to this guy's Facebook page, he's got women in bikinis holding guns. And this guy's supposed to be the head of character in our children's schools. And then today we find out, yes, the new uh, superintendent of public instruction wants to beat your child. Tom Horn wasting no time identifying his top priorities as superintendent, raising low test scores and more student discipline. We need a return to traditional discipline in our schools. A Department of Education spokesperson confirmed to Arizona's family that traditional discipline means timeouts and possible principal visits or suspensions, not any form of physical punishment. That's not true. He is that now that news guy is not I don't buy what he's saying. That sounds that's, that that sounds weird. Traditional if you're talking to Tom Horn, who's 800 years old, but tra- he was a thousand. Okay, a thousand. I was trying to be nice to him. Uh, he's a thousand years old. Traditional discipline does not mean a timeout. Thank you, sir. May I have another? It does not mean a principal Animal visit. Animal House. He's going to remember. Going to get swatted. Because that's what I think traditional is. That's right. That's, so yeah. if you open your mouth like Tom Horn did. And say, listen, we're going back to traditional discipline. The whole world knows what you're talking about. It's not principal visits. It's not suspension. What it is is physical punishment. Well, I mean, here's the thing. It depends where you were, right? Because I'm sure in it, you went to school in the South. They were probably a little bit more traditional. I went to a private school. But when I got to public school, there was none of that when I was a kid, the traditional kind of things. So, As in spanking. Yeah, as in spanking. None there was of that. spanking in our school. Yeah, because but no. it was... Right into high school. Yeah, see, that's I think it's where you are, but you know, we don't we don't discipline kids like we used. That's been one no, of the big issues. Don't they send people to the principal's office now? Sure. I, I mean, what? Sure. Don't they suspend them yes. now? Yes. Well, isn't so, everything in don't school we already suspension? Have? Huh? That's not traditional. No, I- that's 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 been around for a while. You've got to remember how old Tom Horn is. I know I'm making fun of his age, but you've got to remember what he is thinking about 
traditional is in his day. What was traditional in his day? And that's not what, us. The yeah, but that We're person. The, the three of us are right around the same age. We know what we know what he's talking about. But that person, the news person that you played, had interviewed someone and said that they said that traditional discipline meant suspension, because visit to the. I'm thinking that's modern discipline. Yeah, that's, yeah. Not that's traditional. That's because everything that comes out of Tom's horn, horn's mouth, he's gotta he's gotta dig himself out of. It's did like we the, add, did anybody ask? Tom Horner's people, what exactly this truly means? I know. What is he thinking? Yeah, Just say it out loud. Because right. when you say traditional, a lot of people go back. Oh, this is it. They're gonna, you know, they're gonna whip you with a switch, right? You know, something like that. Right. I mean, or maybe they, or like Bart Simpson. I will not talk in class. Oh yeah, I will not talk I in had class. So. I had to write so many sentences. <laughs> oh, gosh. I used to just hire other kids to do it. Look, I will not, and then just leave it blank. I'll fill the rest in later when I get in trouble. All right. I want you to write on the board, I will behave next segment a hundred times. And what we're going to do is uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to talk, Man, I was horrible I'm talk a little bit about Connecticut in a second. Then we're going to go to Becky Lynn. She's going to give us a newscast. And I want you to write. Uh, I will behave next segment a hundred times before we get back, all right? All right, I'll do it. All right. Uh, Tom Horn, does he want to bring back spanking? I don't know. It sounds like it. Oh, goodness gracious. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Why don't you just say what you wrote? Go ahead. On okay. one piece of paper, Chad wrote this exact... I will behave next segment 100 times. He wrote That's them. what he told me to write. <laughs> Technically, he's correct. Hey, Becky Lynn, uh, how much is in that uh, jackpot lottery thing going on? Okay, it is $940 million. It's $480 million cash. If you take cash. the cash. Yeah. 486 Which is what I'm doing. That's out the door. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Four, absolutely. $480 million. <laughs> I want oh the big giant novelty check. I want to take it down to the bank. I want to try to stick it through the thing. I want them to run it through that other thing. Right. And then I want to go. <laughs> well, uh, my retirement plan, my plan is back. I've always said I've never bought a lottery ticket. Uh, I know I'm not going to win. Uh, it's That's not, not with that attitude. It's not fun. <laughs> no. I'm not it's a kind of fun. I'm not a gambler. I just I'm, I'm not, not really I either, but that's You know when you I know. go to Vegas, I I don't I don't I don't sit at the blackjack table because I know that I'm I'm done. They'll just take my money and I'm just like I'd rather buy one of those big drinks over there or something <laughs> like that. Anyway, uh you can now buy lottery tickets with your phone. I thought we already had this. So, there's an app it was announced it'll launch in Arizona. It's a partnership with Circle K. Uh, and basically, you're going to be able to just, you know, if you're going to be able to buy a ticket and not have to go into a convenience store and do so. You could buy it from your own home. You're in the comfort of your own home. You can, you know, we're talking the Powerball, Mega Millions, the pick. Anybody knows what the what's the pick? That's the Arizona lottery. That, that was the Arizona like their flagship game, yeah. Fantasy five. Does that have to do with fantasy football? Because then I'd be in. So you'd be in on that, huh? Uh, pick three. Uh, it's all from the comfort of your own home. And it's a mobile experience that allows you to play. Uh, you can you know view your ticket, check the lottery results. Uh, I guess you can't scratch it off. I thought that was the fun part. You scratch it off. That's well, a completely different set of games. Okay, I don't yeah. know. See how much I know. All right. So here's just one thing I want to throw out. Are, are we, aren't we just gambling like all the time sure now? seems like it. Yeah. Now we're going to... Here's a couple... You know of, what, though? You think it is? Okay. The online gambling, the money is drying up. Really? Mm-hmm. Because it, of the recession? It was, no, it was hot, hot originally. I think, I don't know if it's so much dried up. It is, it is, 
it wasn't as big as it is, and I think there was so many places to do it now that all those big companies are watching their their profits and everything dwindle because now you're competing with everything. Now you got to compete with the lottery. Yeah, it's just sports betting from your phone, buying a lottery ticket from your phone. I I was I have a buddy who who uh, bets on like the Suns games, and he I don't know what kind of bet this is. You know how I don't know anything about that stuff. What he does is he whatever it's called he he gets to pick the person who scores first and how. Okay, and it's it's like okay, I'm going to take DeAndre Ayton uh, with a dunk to score the first points for the Suns, and. I get it. What it makes it makes a regular game more interesting, much more interesting. It puts you in the games. Oh of. yeah, you're waiting to see right, what's the first part. What's the first? That's what why is football it? is as big as it is, and why games that between two teams that are semi meaningless are massive because people are watching fantasy football right. to see if their guy scores a point. That's They're right. gambling on stuff, and it was all about gamifying gambling, which is like if you play video games, you know everything now is at the your, your fingertips, and that's exactly what it is. You don't have to go somewhere. You don't have to do anything. You could just sit there, and that's what they've done with stocks too. That's a big fear that a lot of people have with stocks is, is with Robinhood and all these other ones you can just day trade do everything right on your phone at 100 miles an hour that's that could be scary you get to dig that stuff fast you know something i just thought about this so convenience stores and the like sell the lottery tickets yeah. and if someone wins they get a pretty good piece of the pie yeah. oh yeah Don't they get like one so, percent or something, something like that yeah. so now if you're buying them on the phone that takes out that third party and they're gonna i don't out. think so i think if it's with circle k something's easily going to go to them if it's they, Circle K, or if just, it's Circle K, they've so got to be written okay, in. So, yeah, you're yeah, right. If they've got to be, yeah. But there are other places that sell lottery true. tickets. That's too. true. That's true. Why? Well, yeah, that's so, Circle K. Yeah. Is, well, uh, you can now uh, you can now buy lottery tickets from your phone here in Arizona. Uh, go ahead and lose. <laughs> when I win, I don't know how to celebrate in front of you, but it'll be funny. <laughs> I know. It will be. Just invite me to your island once in a while, okay? Once in a great while. You can come to my island. Uh, all right. So if you're new to this show, it's 2023. We want to welcome all of you because, uh, you know, you, you kind of get what we're about. We talk about some news. Some of it's fun. Some of it's not so fun. Um, we also talk about our lives. And that's something we kind of bring you, we bring you into what's happening. And this week at KTAR has been uh, brutal, to say the least. Uh, we lost one of our colleagues to a drunk, wrong-way driver. And uh, Dawn Paul was here for uh, 22, 23 years in our sales department. And she was just a true angel. Um, and now it's a news story. You know, it was a personal story, Chad, for all of us here. Yes. But now it's the media has picked it up because it's a wrong-way driver, because... Uh, uh, he was drunk uh, because Dawn was celebrating her anniversary uh, that night when she took an Uber, by the way, did the right thing, took an Uber uh, to dinner. Um, her sister joined us yesterday with a message for anyone who th- even thinks about drinking and driving. And we want you to hear that next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, 2 till 6. Uh, it's been a rough week here at KTAR. Um, if you've been listening throughout the week, it's all the different shows. And uh, a wrong-way driver who was drunk killed uh, a friend of ours, a colleague that worked here at KTAR for over two decades. Uh, and her name was Dawn Paw, and she was such a delightful human being. And we're crushed. Uh, here at the radio station. It's been very, uh, very sad, uh, shocking. Uh, there's The atmosphere is just heavy. Every time you walk into the building, you just get that 
horrible sense of loss. And she was killed on her anniversary when she and her husband were in an Uber. They knew they were going to go celebrate. They wanted to do it responsibly. So they had someone else drive. Unfortunately, uh, the man who got behind the wheel decided to drive and then go the wrong way. He killed her. Yesterday, we brought Dawn's sister on the show who had a message for anyone who's even thinking of drinking and driving. Her name is Heather, and we wanted to play a little bit of that for you here on KTAR. Take a listen. And joining us now is the sister of Dawn. Heather Hassan is joining us. Uh, Heather, on behalf of uh, everybody here at the radio station, uh, from the depths of our soul, we are so sorry about what happened to your sister, and you have our deepest condolences. No, well, thank you so much. That that really means a lot. I've I've had we've had a tremendous outpouring of love from everyone at KTAR and throughout the valley. Quite frankly, and it's amazing how many lives she touched. Heather, this has now become uh, it's a tragedy. It's become a news story. There are other places that are picking this story up because of the wrong way drunk driver. And you've kind of found yourself in a position you never wanted to be in. And that's talking about what has happened here. Do you have a message for for everyone? If people are thinking about getting behind the wheel and having a few drinks, I mean, my goodness, don't do it. Oh, my God. Please do not do it. I'm going to try to hold it together while I talk to you guys, but... You know, it's so hard, and and just thinking about what it was that that she went through last Friday night, and, um, you know, it's just, it's so easy to have an app on your phone and get a ride share. I don't understand what the problem is with people not doing this, especially this particular person who who should know better in his 40s. Just take a ride share. It's, It's not difficult. It's not expensive in comparison to what could happen to you. I mean, think about... The devastation this human being has caused so many people, not just my family, but so many of Don's friends and coworkers and, um, you know, just that that stupid decision that night has just ruined so many people's lives. Don't worry about how it is you're going to get your car in the morning. I mean, I've heard people say that, like, how am I going to get my car in the morning? Well, you know what? Who cares? That's not a very big problem when you think about the fact that you could be in jail the next day or you could kill somebody or kill yourself. Just take the ride share. You know, Heather, as you talk about this and one of the things that we've talked about is the fact that, you know, you hear the statistics on the news, but then everybody kind of moves on. It's a statistic unless it happens to you. And I think you're putting a face here, especially locally in the Valley, of the aftermath of something like this oh my god it's absolutely the worst thing i think anyone could go through that's just having someone taken so violently so quickly without any warning i i can't think of anything worse on this earth than to go through what we're going through especially my mother you know my mother is going to have to bury her daughter and that's not really the way this is supposed to work. It's not like Dawn was sick. It's not like, you know, we could prepare for anything. This has just been an absolute nightmare that nobody can wake up from. And this is this is traumatic for everybody. Heather Hassan is joining us. She's the sister of Dawn uh, Paul, who worked here at KTAR for over 20 years and a wrong way driver who was drunk, uh, took her life. Um, 
When was the last time you spoke to your sister? I spoke remember? to her the day before she died, and then I texted her on the day that she died. And she was having a great day. My mom had lunch with her. She said they had such a lovely time. And I'm so mad at myself because, you know what? I was too busy to go to lunch. I was invited, and I didn't go because I had to work. And, you know, I'm kicking myself. I'm absolutely kicking myself that I, I wasn't there. Yeah. You know, maybe something would have been different about her evening had I gone to lunch. I don't know. But, of course, you know, I feel guilty, and I'm sick to my stomach. I didn't make the time. How are you, like, holding up? It's one thing when a thousand things are going on, but it's those quiet moments that that's when the realization hits. Coming and going in waves. You know, the first couple of days were uh, just really, really rough. I couldn't stop sobbing. I just... I couldn't. I couldn't wrap my brain around what had happened. I still can't, quite honestly. But um, you know, you just do what you have to do in a situation like this. The last thing I want to do in my life is go on TV and talk about this horrific accident. This is not how I want to be on the radio. You know, this is this is just absolutely tragic, and I just have to pull myself together to talk about it because. I just don't want people making these stupid decisions when it's just so easy to get home these days. I mean, there's just really absolutely no excuse. And I know when I get off the phone with you guys right now, I'm going to have another breakdown. I'm going to have an episode. I'm probably, thank God, I'm, nobody's in the house. I'm probably going to sob for the next hour. This is this is unfathomable, what we're all going through, and especially her, her children. Oh. I really feel for her twins, who she just, as you guys know, she yeah. just adored. It's a phone call that you never want to get. Is that how you found out somebody somebody called you? Yeah, my mom actually called me from the hospital and um, told me I better get down. That her husband Tom had called her from the ambulance and said that they'd been, you know, on their way to dinner to celebrate their anniversary, and that they were in the back of um, a ride share. And they'd been hit head on and that my sister was being taken to the hospital in a different ambulance and um, that she was it was pretty bad for her. So my mom called me and told me and I knew when I walked in the hospital doors that it was it was going to be quite severe because when I gave Dawn's name and it's not an easy name necessarily, they knew exactly who I was talking about and they said someone will be right out to get you but my heart was just you know pounding I, I it felt the whole moment felt so surreal and it was a long walk to a private room and they you know opened up the, the door and there was my mom and some other people and some police officers and you know that was it my mom was sobbing you know Heather, um, I can't wait to give you a hug. And I think there are hundreds of people uh, here at the radio station that, that want to do that, too. I've been told I sound a lot like Dawn. Absolutely. So. The minute I know. you dropped on, I, I thought, oh, my, that just. Actually, I didn't want to say that because I thought I'd lose it. Yeah. You do sound exactly like her. And it's hard. Well, it's hard to hear. Well, thank you. Yeah. I'll take that as a compliment. You do sound exactly like <laughs> I really adore Dawn. I adore her so much. I think about her all the time. And 
you know, she was just such a, an angel. She took care of my dad. Um, she took him into her home after he had his strokes and he had Parkinson's disease. She was majorly giving person, always had a smile on her face. I really never saw my sister in a bad mood or grumpy, just always kind and bubbly and loving. And it just really kicks me off that this idiot took her life so soon. She was, it's just such a shame, such an angel on earth. And now she's gone, just taken in an instant. Yeah, I, I said it the other day. We're all going to miss that sweet face because that's she had such a yeah. sweet face. Heather, we're here for you. Uh, everybody at the radio station, and um, thank you for coming on. And again, uh, we're just so sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Just everybody, just please don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. And I think one thing that would be nice in Dawn's name, if you don't have the Uber or Lyft app or what have you, put it on your phone. And it's really simple. You just you put your credit card in. If you ever need it, you hit the app, and then you just type in where you are. You're not going to get kidnapped. Somebody picks you up. You know, I know there's some people out there, well, I don't know these people. Those things aren't happening. No. And trust me, worrying about your car, when she said that, that is the number one thing that people worry about is worrying about how they're going to get their car. Guess what? You kill somebody, you kill yourself, you destroy your car, you get pulled over for drunk driving. Let me tell you how you're going to get your car. Either impounded. And it's going to cost you tens of tens of thousands of dollars, or you're going to be dead or kill somebody. Or in jail. For a very long time. Yeah. As you should be. Ugh. You know, what's the difference? I, I thought of this last night. Mm. So if you go get drunk and you go outside and you shoot somebody, you're going to be charged with murder. You get drunk in a car, you get vehicular manslaughter. One of them potentially is going to give you life in prison. The other one's going to get you 10 years. I've always said if you get behind the wheel... And you're drunk, and you kill somebody, your life ends too. You go to jail for the rest of your life, and you don't get out. Yeah. That's what the law should be. Thank you for listening to that. I think Heather is extremely brave to come on indeed, and talk here on KTAR. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Drive home with the Gatos and Chad Show. Yeah, baby, yeah! What do you guys think of that? It's pretty awesome, right? Nepo baby is going to be the word of the year. What is it? Nepo baby. Nepo, or Nepo baby. babies. Mm-hmm. Nepotism babies. Because stars, uh, all these people out there, you know, like Jamie Lee Curtis is a Nepo baby. Drew Barrymore is a Nepo baby. You know, her grandfather <laughs> was in It's a Wonderful Life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mr. So, Mr. Potter. Yeah, so it, like they're like, you know, on a, I'm like, I get it. But my whole thought when I saw this, because you see all these people online are complaining about Nepo, and like Jamie Lee Curtis got very upset about it. Today, uh, uh, or yesterday, Tom, uh, Tom Hanks came out and was kind of upset about the fact that people are going after some of his kids. Mm. And I thought to myself, everything in life is nepotism, right? Okay. I hire, if I was running a place, you know, Steve and I were chatting about this earlier. Steve goes, if I started a company or I started a radio station, I'm going to find some people that I know that I'm comfortable with that are successful. I'm going to bring those people in. They don't have to be related to you. Yeah, but don't, but a lot of people will bring people in from their own family because they trust them and they know they're not going to get screwed over. Now that doesn't always mean that they do the best job. No. But who do you trust? 
a lot of people will bring them in before they bring someone better. Yeah. And yeah. that's the problem. Yeah. Well, then it becomes a problem. Well, it does become a problem. Well, the thing is, I don't know if you bring in family. Have you ever met family? Like, a lot of no, times people want, have you seen that show, Secession? Those people all want to kill each other. <laughs> but the but the thought of is, you know, it's like if I went somewhere, right? Like, you and I, we get snatched up by some massive, you know, alien radio station. Like, we need a producer. We're taking our team with us. We need a we need a we need a lady or or a person that's going to rock news, and they're like, we're taking Becky with us. She's going to get on the spaceship with us. <laughs> right? It's all happening. Why? Because we know we all work together. That's nepotism in a way. It's not just about you know who you're related to, who you're related to. Although that doesn't hurt. And getting you in a place, unless you own the place, like Hollywood, getting you in there as a name, it's kind of like sports, right? There's a lot of Estevezes out there. There's only a couple we know of, right? You know, Joe Estevez is a horrible actor. <laughs> Joe. We saw, we were, what was it? What was some of the horrible movies? Cinema in Cinema, Beach Babes. That's what Steve's looking at. How about the Baldwins? Yeah. Was, there was, yeah. who's Billy? Billy? Yeah. Who was the big one? Who's the main one? Uh, Alec. Alec Baldwin? Yeah, yeah Alec Baldwin's a big But there one. was Billy, and then there was, uh, God, who was the other one? There was another one. He's the bigger one. Steven. Is it Steven Baldwin? <laughs> right? There's you know, a William Baldwin, oh. a Daniel Baldwin, Stephen Baldwin. Yeah, yeah. You know, but getting you in there means very little if you can't produce. How many athletes' kids are awful at sports? Like Pete Rose's kids were horrible. Isn't that amazing? Yeah. Yeah, is nepotism good or is it bad? Like, I, I, I think one of the interesting things to think about is the Trump administration. He brought his family in. He brought his daughter and yeah. her husband and I got to tell you, I thought those two were probably better than almost anyone else that he brought in. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, these, you know, you can say what you want about, you know, his daughter and her husband. And they're not a bunch of dummies. No, no. Okay. Maybe they're not politicians. Obviously, they never ran anything. But, you know, they're not a bunch of dummies. Well, they ran, they he people. ran a lot of stuff. But I yeah. he brought a lot of dummies in. And I didn't think those two were dummies. Yeah, no doubt. But like, go, like, and it's funny because it, nepotism is everywhere. And it's not, and it's not just about family. But family does help. I'll give my kids an opportunity to uh, professional fisherman, whatever it is I do. Yeah. <laughs> hey, coming up next, does Joe Biden owe Arizonans an apology about the border next?